Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I like how you're angry with facts. No, they said in this thing, it's cold there a lot, and I had to get a lecture about how two days a year, it tips 65 at the North Pole. Finland cold, got it. You're angry with me that you don't know something. No, I'm angry with you that you were like, technically, they've gone seven days a year, it gets warm at the North Pole. Oh, yeah. You're never the technically guy. Ah, technically, blah, blah, blah. I give you relevant relevant information that absolutely moves the conversation forward. Totally understood. (laughs) I get it. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sorry, Shavakadu! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Happy Thursday to you. It is a would-you-rather Thursday so we have got plenty of opportunities for you to get involved with the show at Man and Bone 971. Tweet us your would you rathers. But that's not the biggest breaking news of the show. Panama Ted is back. That's big news. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today hey, and buddy. tomorrow. How What's are up, you Jen? Doing? I'm glad you're back. I'm so excited to be here. I love being here. Yeah, we have a lot of fun whenever you come in here and always a good time. I uh, had a, a cast of characters so far this week. I had Jensen Lewis the first couple days, yep. Timmy Hall yesterday. So my voice got a break. He was able to talk the entire show. <laughs> so it was good. So now and we're back and then now you're here. So it's good. And we're going to hang out in the next couple of days. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yay. We have got a lot going on today around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg. We do that every Thursday, 334. We will talk to Adam about all things Big Ten. Plenty of goings on there. Uh, we also, because of the basketball that you may have heard Timmy Hall talking about, Buckeye men's basketball team taking on Charleston Southern. I believe first ever matchup between these two schools. Oh. Or at least I think that's what I read in one of the preview but, things but I read. But not Chris Holtman's first time against Probably not. Them. No, probably not. Because, yeah, he played them when he was he, coaching Gardner-Webb. Yes. Yes. So plenty. Actually, he was, yeah, four and two in those meetings. Anyway, <laughs> uh, because that game's at 630, we're off the air today at 530. So you came in and we get a short show. That's fine. nice. That's that's fine with me. So we're squeezing everything in today because we have some weird times. Like usually would you rather comes up at <gasps> yeah. 5:34. Today we're doing it at 4:18. So we're le- all just about an hour and 10 minutes or so away from would you rather. So you better get it in quick. Yes, please. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Um and then degenerate T-bone coming up 4:48. And then we're just going to like end the show. At five thirty, like yeah, just, just I mean, we might be in mid sentence, and it'll just go right over to Buckeye. Hoops. I hope so. I hope we don't even have to I think about that. it. We'll just start randomly. Just, yes. That'll be great. So <laughs> that's fun. Yes, and it's not the only thing going on tonight. We have the Buckeye game here on the fan, but also Jackets are going tonight as well against a little team called the Philadelphia Flyers and and gritty. Yeah, gritty. <laughs> You think Gritty, Gritty's, Gritty you think Gritty's going to be here tonight? No, I don't think. I wish he would. I wish Gritty would hit the Gritty because that would be oh, more entertaining. That would be, awesome. that would be more entertaining than what we've seen from the Jackets of yeah. late. But 
They have had a long time to think about how that Finland trip went. <laughs> a and, lot of jet lag and sadness. Yeah. And I don't know what the reasoning is exactly with how things have gone from the coaching staff, front office. Brad Larson uh, remains the coach of this team. We talked to Jeff Rimmer yesterday. He said, now oh, they're all confident that he'll get the job done. Tor- or, uh, yeah, Tortorella, more on him in a second. Yeah. He's back tonight. Yes. No, but Yarmo had some thoughts on that yesterday and said he you know, believes in Brad Larson, that kind of stuff. I just, I don't know how many more smokings you can have, right? Where you right. just get annihilated by the other team. It ain't going to feel great no. to lose to anyone. It's really not going to feel good if the Jackets get destroyed by John Tortorella's Philadelphia Flyers, who we're not supposed to do anything this year and are looking pretty decent right. all of a sudden. Well, and I think the good news is, you know, they play them Friday. No, tonight. Yeah. They play Saturday and then next Tuesday. Oh, they didn't play torts again. <laughs> well, and, and I know... Maybe that'll be the revenge game come uh, next yeah. week. Right. So you could... Like, you almost have to beat him twice. You can't yeah. just win one and no. then have him come back, and then he, he gets the upper mm-hmm. hand in the second one. But this is the problem I see for the Jackets, and I, I kind of wonder if this isn't why they haven't made a move with Brad Larson. And I know maybe maybe there's some Jackets fans who would defend keeping Lars around. Uh, and, who? I would like to meet them. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's nothing against him, right, as a person. No. I, everybody always says, that, like, oh, he's a great guy. Torts... John Tortorella back in the building. They were interviewing him today, and he, of course, did the thing John Tortorella does whenever he's already had a chance to do it once. Yes, I forget who they were playing earlier this year, where he was talking about another coach that they were like, "What do you think about the job he's doing?" They're off to a bad start. And he's I mean, like, "This hey. is his seventh team, so it's right. not." I mean, it's, he's got a lot to say because he's been around for a while. Yes, but the typical Tortorella thing, and good, good on him, is when they ask him about a coach who's under fire. He's like, "Hey, this guy right here, this is the guy." Yeah, and anybody who thinks he's not, you're an idiot. You know, and and fine, whatever. That's that's always his standard line. But I knew there would be a question about that. And of course, he said, hey, if you media think that it's not Brad Larson, then you got to he's the best guy in the building to fix this and whatever. All I know is if you didn't have a Finland trip and your old coach coming in right there, I don't think Brad Larson would have survived that devil's game. I can't imagine he would have after the Coyotes game, the Bruins game. The Devils game where they just got destroyed. Shellacked. Right. There's no way you withstand that with the talent that's supposed to be on this team. And now we've legitimately got people talking about this team. Let's just tank for Connor Bedard. Let's just go and see if we can get the number one pick in the draft. (laughs) We're only like, we're not even a fraction of the way through. Yeah, I'm not not ready to give up yet. I, I, I... I don't know. I'd like, I mean, I'd love to have Connor Bedard. Everyone talks about him like he's the second coming of Gretzky, but... I would love to have him, but... I would just like to see some wins. I, I, or maybe a tie every now and again. One of those. That'd be great. Yeah. You mean get to an overtime game and then just like just get to of, a shootout? Yeah. yeah. Right. Actually see what happens? That'd, that'd be something. That'd be fun. No, we don't... We're, we're, not even, we're not even at that point yet. We just need to see this team right now. We need to see some life. And at least the power play, I guess the only positive you can take from Finland, power play yeah. sort of started... Kind of worked. A well, little it woke up. Bit. It did wake up. After it was at zeros for the entire year, <laughs> it became not zero. So that's a positive, uh, I guess. It is. All right. So <laughs> another positive is that Larson wasn't treated like Lane Kiffin and left on the tarmac. So congratulations. You made it to and from Finland. Right. Actually, I think it's also telling Patrick Line called the Finland trip a quote waste of time. 
Oh, holy cow. <laughs> that's that's your guy. And that's that. That's, that's, he, he was there in part. That was where, I mean, this whole thing in part was, was supposed him. to be. Well, not for him, but, but yeah, I know what you mean. Around him. Yeah, he was everything. one of the big centerpieces of it. And he's like, this is a complete waste of time. Yikes. And it sucks. That just, I feel bad for him. But you got outscored 11 to 4 when yep. you're on that trip. I don't even want to think about what the overall number is this year. So, positive thoughts. Tonight, get back on the ice. Yes. Go hit somebody. Go make some plays. Please High five gritty. Pay attention on defense. <laughs> yes. Maybe look at where the puck is before you turn your back and uh. then let everyone skate around you as they go in unfettered right towards Jonas Corposalo's net, which, by the way, he's back in net Yay. two nights in a row for, well, two nights in a row. It's been like a week in between uh, games, right. but the last time they played it was him and now it's him again. He's so. my guy. I love him so much. Yes, I love Corpy. I, I hope I hope that we can all love Corpy. I hope that Corpy can can play up to Corpy levels, like up to healthy, good Corpy levels where he's been at his peak at times. We need that. Yes. We need something. So tonight, please awaken Blue Jackets and do something because Look, you're going to have another, it, almost as long as the Finland trip will be the, the tribute video to John Tortorella. They're about to unveil at this yeah, game. So I mean, you're going to have yeah, to work through that and then lot. you get to the game. So let's see what happens. And then as far as Buckeye basketball goes, if you're looking for me to go in depth on Charleston starting five, not happening. That's not the show. <laughs> um, what, what what we will do is say, I'm excited to see more justice suing. Absolutely. I'm excited to see more from the transfers that are on this team and the freshmen. And the freshmen. Yeah. There's a there's a good mix going, and I want to see some more positive signs here. So I don't know if anyone stood out to you in the first game. I can understand if it was just kind of a wash. But for me, Isaac Likely was a guy that was fun to watch. He like kind of filled up the stat sheet with a lot of different things. Yes. Had almost a double double, I think, in assists and points, and then had some rebounds too. Like I like that we've got some veterans on this team that have been added in. So. I do too. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, I could not find the game. Oh, when on, it was on, on ESPN Plus. Yeah, and and I, was it on the same night as the Bobcat game? Was it on Big Tuesday? Ten Network Plus? Oh, it was Get Big it Ten right. Network Plus. What did I call it? ESPN oh, Plus. Did I say ESPN? Sorry. Yeah, yeah BT. <laughs> I knew it was BTM Plus because it was even worse production value than ESPN Plus would be because it was just like one camera. Yeah, oh, going no. back and forth like it was like a high school game with someone up in the rafters just turning the camera on the tripod. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It was no, I missed. It was the Monday night, and I watched the Saints and Ravens game. Oh, yeah, that's right. There yeah. you go. That's probably so. was that very exciting for you because I didn't find that game to be exciting at all. I had daily fantasy money on it, and I won <laughs> some money. So yes, it was Did exciting you? for me. Good for you. Look at our DFS gal going <laughs> and getting DFS. some money. Are you yeah, <laughs> daily fantasy. That's great. All until January 1st, though. In January 1st, you're dead to me, DFS. And now I'm fully in just wasting my money oh, on betting a team. I'm betting gambling again. Yep. <laughs> That's the slogan of the show. Yeah, well, I'm gambling I'm again. I'm gambling again. That's right. Uh, Russell Wilson responds to his former coach. I'll tell you about the new uh, tit for tat that is going on there between those two. Details next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier incident has cleared from 270 southbound before US 33 on the east outer belt. Traffic is slow from I-70, though, as it recovers in that area. Plan on some residual backups. You'll also find slowdowns on I-70 west side eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Get a career that is recession-resistant. Rumpke is now hiring new and seasoned diesel mechanics and maintenance technicians. Receive competitive pay, great benefits, and paid vacation time. Join a family-owned and operated company. Apply now. RumpkeCareers.com. EOE restrictions apply. Only an array with fan traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Thursday is going well. Would you rather Thursday? Jen Winters is filling in on the fan for Common Man today. Um, we have got Adam Rittenberg coming up around the Big Ten. We'll do that coming up at 334. Jenner T-Bone, 4 o'clock hour. Short show today. We are out at 530 for Buckeye basketball pregame. 630 is the game. Buckeyes taking on Charleston Southern. So if you want to do the Would You Rather, you need to tweet us now at Man and Bone 971 because we're doing that at 418. Not doing that at the normal time. So tune in at 530 to hear Would You Rather. You're going to Would You Rather hear Timmy Hall because that's who's <laughs> going to be here. Not us. We're not going to be here. So just make sure you get that in. Uh, how have you felt about the Russell Wilson oh. tenure in Denver? It's very funny to me because... I there's just something so ingenuine about Russell Wilson. Um and I like that he's kind of falling on his face a lot. Um, yeah. I I enjoy this very much what yeah, I'm seeing I so mean, far. I, prior to last season and his injury, I I mean he was fantastic. I mean, great quarterback. I love that he can do pretty much anything. And then he gets hurt. But he's always had that underlying just like you're kind of a chotch. Like, oh. <laughs> what's going on, dude? And and so this whole thing, this whole separation with with the Seahawks and him going to the Broncos and and like, oh, Geno Smith is good. That's funny. Yes, out of no, well, <laughs> nobody expected that. No, and I, it's a great story for Geno Smith, and and yet it makes you question how much of like Russell Wilson was undeniably really good. Yeah, many times in his career, they won a Super Bowl. Could should should have. Give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Maybe you win a second Super a Bowl. A second Super Bowl. Right? But in either case, wheels have fallen off of that one. Yes. And and I love that we are starting to see what kind of, I'm assuming what happened behind the scenes between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. And this, this little petty, like I'm here for the petty. My favorite color is petty. So I am here for the drama between the NFL's oldest head coach and Russell Wilson. What color is petty? Like what? On the spectrum of color, is that like a green or a yellow? I would yellow? say chartreuse, like a safety yellow now chartreuse. Now you said another word I don't know. What is chartreuse? It's like Which a neon chartreuse? yellow. Oh, okay. So safety petty? yellow. Yeah, petty, petty is, is chartreuse. Is neon yellow, basically. Yes. I didn't know petty was a color. And the, I would, in my mind, I think that's it. Wow. Yeah. All right. I would have assumed petty was like petty blue for like Richard Petty oh, Richard NASCAR. <laughs> but see, that's totally wrong. Glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't get that wrong, or no, I got that wrong. Actually. Blue, I think, is like chill, calm. Petty is in your face. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know it, but I like Petty too because I do like the neon colors. Yeah. I'm very much a fan of those. <laughs> uh, so here is what happened: the pettiness that occurred between Pete Carroll and now Russell Wilson. So yesterday, seven ten a.m. Seattle Sports, they had Pete Carroll on to talk about you know everything Seahawks. Sure, it's like a weekly hit. And he said about Geno Smith wearing the wristband, it's made it easier to get plays in, and they've been more efficient. He said in the past, there had been, quote, resistance to that, so we didn't do that. 
and everybody assumes, ah, he means Russell Wilson. So then within hours, Russell Wilson fired back to one of the Denver, uh, the Broncos like beat writers. He said, I don't know exactly what he said, but won a lot of games there without one on my wrist. I didn't know winning or losing mattered if you wore a wristband or not. I think I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that we're rolling and moving and everything else. A few times I've definitely worn a wristband depending on the game plan, what we've got called and all that stuff. He did wear one when the Broncos beat the Jags uh, the day before Halloween at Wembley back over in England. So I like that Russell Wilson immediately heard that yeah. and had a response, uh, but and, then uh, claimed that he had no, I don't know what no he idea. said, but let but me exactly respond. You know to it. that Russell Wilson has a Russell Wilson Google alert set up. Oh yeah. On his phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only one who knows his phone number, by yeah. the way, not even Sierra knows his phone number. Wait, is that real? I know I had read the story about how former players it, yes. said to get a hold, hold of him, him, you have to, go, has through to go through his agent. agent. What? So I'm just assuming Which, by the way, that Russell's you, the only one who knows his phone number. You hit the term right on the head. What a chotch. He is. He's yes, a chotch. He and totally is. I'm trying to think now of other people in sports who are chotches. They like, just rub you the wrong way. Like, he's got immense talent. I mean, he had. I don't know what's going on with him now, um, but... No, but he. you're right. He had immense talent, and maybe but, the league's starting to catch up to him I, a And little I think bit. that's what it is. He's getting found out, but he is. He's one of those guys. You're just like, I don't, I don't like you. You rub I, me the wrong way. Yeah. I can tell you another guy that when you say the word chotch, I instantly go to... Bryce Harper. <laughs> Well, that's a good one. That is absolutely a chotch. I agree with you on that. This one is another one that I would say most Buckeye fans certainly would think this dude is a chotch. That's kind of the way the pickle scored oh, this year. Absolutely. Right? Like to me, a chotch is someone who when you say like I don't know, when you when you ask them any question, they're always it's like they're being interviewed for a job. That's yes. how they talk. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, did you have fun this weekend? It's like, this weekend, I had a great time with my family and my friends, and we all did wholesome activities that no one would ever question the validity of. They were amazing. Back to you. Like, that's a chotch. That's a, exactly. That's that's what I'm thinking of when you say chotch. And so that's Russell Wilson. That's Jim Harbaugh for sure. Yes. They're like, they're goobers is another word I would oh, use. Like I, I a love chotch, the word goober, a goober too. Who else is like a giant goober in sports or a chotch in this case? Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper fits, but Bryce Harper still will like, he has rough edges. He does. A little bit, right? He's he's not polished like like Russell Wilson is. I know he looks in the mirror at himself, which definitely is chotch behavior. So I think that's a, and I say look in the mirror. Everyone looks in the mirror at themselves, but I mean, he he lingers. He lingers in front of the mirror. That's a Bryce Harper, I think 100%. Trying to think, Teddy. Do you have anybody that you would qualify as like a chotch that you just look at that guy and you're like, ah, I can't stand him. I don't have anybody that comes to mind right right now. I like, am I? It. I don't know. It would seem like, like I, and I'm not very familiar with NASCAR, but it would seem like somebody in NASCAR would probably fit that bill. Oh yeah, there's or somebody there's who's like retired. Who there's definitely guys in NASCAR that I would say fit the bill, right, Teddy? Like the. I, Jimmy Johnson's probably a bit of a goober, a little bit, right? No. He's a little too no, no, not at he's all. He's a little too on point. Sometimes. Ted, are you a Jimmy Johnson fan? No, I I like Jimmy. I was never like a huge fan of his. I was a Dale Junior guy, well, but but, but, but I respect I mean. Jimmy Johnson. I don't think he's uh, you know I res- a chotch. I can respect. Who was the guy who was doing the the off that he killed the guy driving? Tony Stewart. Thank you. 
But he, was, he seems you know, like a trash to me. A murdering I, trash. Well, here's Alleged. The, well, it was no, not No, he didn't murder. It, it was, was an, an accident. accident. It was an accident. Yes. It was a trash. Unfortunately, it's one of those things that people in the sport will say. It's one of those racing deals is oh, what they'll race, say. It was oh, one of those oh, racing a, deals. Just an air quote. Yeah. Well, deals. I'll say this about Tony. See, when I think of a goober or a chotch. Yeah. And please feel free to tweet us. At me and yes, 971. Biggest sports chotches. That's fine. Give us your sports chotch. I... I feel like that guy can't like just sit there and hammer like five beers on the back of a tailgate at a football game, that kind of thing, right? Yes. Like not someone who could ever just be chill and in the moment they've always got to be thinking about what the perception is of them yeah. and all that, right? So like Tony Stewart is for sure a chill guy. He can do that. He also, though, if you've ever seen, you should look up his house that he's trying to sell. I don't know if he oh. sold it. This mansion he built in Indiana, because he's worth probably over $100 million conservatively. I mean, this dude's got a lot of money, and he's trying to sell his mansion for like $30 million. Holy crap. Am I wrong? I think it's like $30 million he's trying to sell it for. Yes. But this place, if you've ever went into Cabela's and thought, I wish it looked more like Bass Pro Shop on steroids, <laughs> Tony Stewart's like, I got a house for you. Because it's like chandeliers made of antlers. Yeah. Everything is fieldstone. There's camouflage, I think, on the wallpapers and the draperies and everywhere. I want to say is a fishing moat in the house somewhere. Anyway, the whole thing is just wild. Uh, it is. It's. It looks like like the craziest Airbnb you would ever like fall upon. I think that's what he should do with it. Is rent out like it's a hotel. Just turn it into a hotel. Yeah, there is a moat. You walk over a bridge. I'm not wrong. In the house. In the house. In the house. But not like a Lord of the Rings style. Mode. No, 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 this no. Is no like this a, is like a, a babbling deer, brook because there is a taxidermed deer. I am not right? kidding. I will tweet yes. this out. It looks just like when you go to Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's where they have they the have place where they have all the all fake the animals. Yes. yes. And then they have the fish in the tank. That's what he designed it after. I swear he did. Wow. So that's that's chotch behavior there because that's a little too overboard. Wow. But at least that's in his house. Yeah. That's where he kind of chills out. It's just weird. All right. Oh. You can... Tweet us those. Let us know who you think giant sports chaches are. I guess I don't know how we got on that, but we'll we'll stay with it. Russell Wilson, though, king of the chaches yes, so far, absolutely a goober indeed. Yes. Um. So we will take a break. We come back. A guy who's not a chach or a goober. He's a good dude, and he will tell us all things Big Ten. Adam Rittenberg. We'll go around the Big Ten with him. That is next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build. And on the south side, you'll find I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Kickstart the season with dreamy deals at the Black Friday sale. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Shop in stores or at mattressfirm.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. 
Common Man and T-Bones Around the Big Ten With Adam Rittenberg Big Ten News and Notes Sponsored by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers Visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Covers the Big Ten like no one else He is our guy, Adam Rittenberg Joining us around the Big Ten Adam, how you doing today? I'm doing great, how you guys doing? Doing good, so let's start off talking about I don't know. It's just some of the things that have been going on in the Big Ten this year have been pretty interesting from a standing standpoint, but I still keep seeing this possibility of, in my head, Ohio State and Michigan roll into that final weekend undefeated. They play an epic game, one that's an all-timer, comes down to a final play or a final drive or something like that. If they have a close game like that, and then whoever wins it goes and smokes their opponent in the Big Ten championship game, is there still an outside chance you get both of those teams in the college football playoff? I think if it's Ohio State, there's an outside chance. I, I don't think there's much of a chance for Michigan because of their non-conference schedule and the fact that you know their, their bigger wins have come on their home field. Now, if Iowa were better, um, if uh, you know, if, if, if Maryland were better, that was a home game. Maryland's probably one of their better wins at home. Obviously, Penn State was at home, but because of their non-conference schedule, they don't leave themselves the same margin for error, at least Ohio state, you know, their non-conference schedule got a big boost over the weekend with the Notre Dame win over Clemson. Notre Dame's now ranked in the committee's top 25. Notre Dame still has a chance to enhance its profile and knock a USC out of the race at, at the end of the regular season. So I think if it's Ohio state, even though they're the home team, there would be some consideration for them to get in as an at-large. If it's Michigan, I think the path is a lot harder. Hi, Adam. It's Jen. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question about the lovely West Division that should just be blown up on site. Um, so this weekend we have Illinois versus Purdue and and the Battle of the Suckfest. And I want to know, who do you think, if this happens, if, if Purdue beats Illinois, when will we see Iowa go to the Big Ten Championship? Is it this weekend? Do you think they'll clinch? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they, they still would need Illinois to lose again. Um, they they have a you know they basically trail Illinois by two games because they um, they, they lost, lost to Illinois head, head oh. to head. Yes, yeah, so Illinois got the head to head over both Iowa and uh, and Wisconsin. So you know they, they're still very much in the driver's seat, even though they have that game at Michigan in in two weeks. If they can beat Purdue, you know their final game is at Northwestern. Northwestern's horrible. So uh, I think Illinois will be the representative out of the West. And it would be a real shame for them it, it, when you had two home games, Michigan State and Purdue, neither of which are great teams. If they lose both those games and say Wisconsin somehow goes or Minnesota or someone like that, um, it's going to be a, a, re a real bummer for the Illini. But they do have that advantage in that they have the tiebreakers over all three of those teams. They beat Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota back to back to back. So it's still Illinois' uh, division to lose. But as you know, that, that division can be very wacky at this time of year. Around the Big Ten with our guy Adam Rittenberg right here on the fans. So th that game last week with Illinois losing to Michigan State, which I, w I was very surprised by. I'm guessing most people were. Given the fact that Michigan State had all those players suspended, they'd had all the issues after that altercation in the tunnel and, and all the fallout from that, were you surprised that Mel Tucker was able to kind of rally the troops and get that job done, even though maybe Michigan State on paper is a, a talented team enough to be able to pull that off? That week, it just it shocked me more than anything else, given how their season's gone and that whole altercation that happened the week before. No doubt. I mean, they were, I think, 16, 17-point underdogs going to Illinois, and 
Illinois in some ways outplayed them. I mean, they had more than uh, about 150 more total yards in the game and just shot themselves in the foot with some of their inability to finish drives. And that, that's sort of been Illinois' issue. But you give Michigan State credit. I mean, they led uh, really from start to finish. Um, it wasn't some fluky uh, things going right for them at the end of the game. I mean, they were in control um, from from the end of the first quarter – or sorry, the beginning of the second quarter onward. So you give them credit. They're four and five. It hasn't been the type of year that they wanted, um, certainly in, in their division. But but you look at they got Rutgers, they got Indiana coming up at home the next two weeks. They should still get to a bowl game um, at six and six. They do finish at Penn State. That'll be a tough one. So you know, all in all, if it's six and six, certainly not great. But uh, uh, would give them a chance to at least get, get some extra practice in and and reboot for the twenty twenty three season. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule this weekend. Obviously, Buckeyes have you know Indiana, but. I'm looking at this Maryland-Penn State game, and for Maryland, if they were to pull this off, it'd be in Happy Valley, It, you know, a road win in general in the Big Ten, good for a program like Maryland, but to beat Penn State, that put those two teams on equal records, and I would have to think for Maryland, there's no way Penn State can replicate the motivation that that Terrapins team is probably feeling heading into Happy Valley, right? Yeah, I, I think that that's that's certainly right. Um, and, and they look at it as a bigger game than Penn State does. But you know, Penn State's got still got a lot to play for. I mean, they're, they're ranked number fourteen. Uh, they're not going to win their division, but to get to ten wins is still something. Uh, especially as, as as they try to build forward with uh, with Drew Aller at quarterback eventually, and some of their success in recruiting. But I, I do think it's an important game for Maryland because uh, they, they they lost at Wisconsin, really struggled in that weather. Um, they got Ohio State coming up at home the, the, the next week. And I think, I think being able to compete with the likes of Penn State and Ohio State, Michigan, and, and they were competitive with Michigan earlier this year, only losing by seven up at the big house. That's, a, that's an important measuring, measuring stick for Mike Lockley's program because they're going to lose a lot of really good players off of this team. Talia Tungavailoa, multi-year starter, he, he's, he does have a year left, so he could come back, but they're going to lose some receivers. They're going to lose a really good offensive tackle and they may not be as strong next year. So how they finish this year, I, I, you know, is it going to be seven wins? Is it going to be uh, eight wins? Is it just going to be six wins? You know, they, they, they need to finish strong here, I think, to really validate their progress as a program. Adam, we always appreciate it. We'll talk again next week. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate you. There you go. Adam Rittenberg around the Big Ten right here on the fans. So I, I am trying to, with you, Jen, trying to un- enjoy the Big Ten West. It's just sad that... We we are, we're in this situation because you look at this list of teams that are in the West, and it's like at one point they were all amazing teams, and it's just sad. And part of you is just kind of like, can't we just get rid of the divisions and just do the inevitable? Let's do Michigan, Ohio State in the Big Ten championship, but we know that can't happen, and it's just depressing. It, it really is the state of Big Ten football. You know, it's funny. I will warn you, like if you want to bring that hot take in the back in the office and you're ever hanging around chops yeah be ready for like perhaps a long discussion because chops is someone and i he's he's an iowa guy well yeah but here's the thing he's opened my eyes on this one this one argument i'm willing to hear from the big 10 west people yeah because he's shown me like i've looked at the numbers and i guess he's not totally off base if you his point has been i think i'm getting this right if you take ohio state and put him in the big 10 west then the Big Ten East looks a lot more like how the Big Ten West has, right? Like like how there's a bunch of crap teams that, yeah. or, or teams that like Penn State and Michigan and Iowa, or Iowa, 
Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State yes. would all beat up on each other. Oh, and then you'd true. have the Maryland's that would occasionally have six or seven wins. You'd go, are they good? I don't know. if Like what Illinois is doing this year. You're like, are they right. really good? I know Maryland has six wins this year. But my point being that if Ohio State was over there, the disparity would seem a lot more if it were on the other side of the conference. And you'd have a bunch of teams on this side of the conference that would all split the wins. Like you pretty much know it's coming down to Ohio State. Right more often than not for the Big Ten Championship and for the East. And then all those other teams can say, oh, well, yeah, we can't win because Ohio State's there. But it hides the fact that they're all kind of also in that mediocre, weird mishmash where they have a couple good years. Like Northwestern has popped up in the Big Ten West occasionally, and now they have a year like this where they're one win. One win. No wins on the Outside continent. Outside of the country. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's it's... It's rough. I, I don't know. I don't know the chops is right on that, but I think he makes an interesting point. I mean, point, he so. does. That is a viable point. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, even if you had Ohio State in one and Michigan in the other, and yes, Penn State and Maryland would have to play each other, beat each other up. I, mean, I just, I don't know. It's just so much better on the East side. I tend to think so. The other thing I do wonder is this, and I don't know, have a way to answer it. I wonder if like people in the SEC who live in the SEC footprint and yeah. who only care about SEC football, do they look at Ohio State playing Penn State and go, ugh, like like sometimes we do like when, it's, when it's Auburn it, yeah. and Mississippi State? Well, that, or if it's like when we look over at the Big Ten Western and are like, oh boy, Iowa and Wisconsin, yippee. It's like they're, they're brand name programs and right. they still technically have a shot at winning their side of the conference, depending on how that game goes this weekend. But I'm I'm not as interested in that game as I would be Big Ten East matchups. I wonder, do people from the SEC just look at all the Big Ten and go, it's all like that? Ohio State's good, but everybody else sucks. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But it's all the right. same in, in the SEC, too. You know? Yes, you get, I you know. Have, you're, yes, I you know. You have your you're perennials. You, you, you are exactly right. Georgia and Alabama. And then, I mean, Alabama might be falling off a cliff. <laughs> I hope. Oh. oh, God. Isn't it great? It'd be, so, it just, it'd be oh. so wonderful if that's the case. I hope so. I do, too. Uh, so the Holt man had some thoughts about the home schedule for the Buckeyes. We're all not thrilled with how good it's been this year, yeah. but we're going to talk about how he thinks maybe they can improve it. We'll get into that next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Winchester Pike at Bryce Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful in this area. You'll also find a crash on Stelzo Road at East 5th Avenue. Traffic is slow here as well. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by GeneratorFranchise.com. Millions protect their homes from power outages with Generac Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac Generator dealer, has limited franchise opportunities in your area. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday to you. Short show today. We are off at 5.30 for Buckeye Basketball. They take on Charleston Southern, 6.30. Tip! Tip! Right here on the fan. Uh, so 5.30 is when the coverage starts. Timmy Hall, Buckeye warm-up show. 
Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. You may have noticed that's not Common Man's voice. That is Jen. So there you go. Now you know. That's who you're listening to. I could to. try and do my Common Man impression. Do you have one? Sure. You know what it is? Go ahead. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) So good. That's how he sounds. That's the thing. I do like that so many people come up to him and they they will just do that voice to him in the grocery store. Not like, hey, common man, what you said the other day, I really agreed with that point. It's they will come up and say, your wife, the the impression you are most known for is you making, it's just you doing a, a voice of your wife. It sounds nothing like his wife, by the way. Nothing like no, what Kristen sounds like. I, I can imagine. And I don't do impressions of people. The only impressions I do are common man based. So That's like good. Well, that was, that was, what's uh, the March shot one? I'm, I, ah, honey, how you doing? Oh, okay, that sort I see. of, so I mean, it's just, not, I, I am see. not good at he it. He would get mad if you were doing so like when you start going too close to his impressions, he gets mad and yeah. says, who's and, doing that? You or I'm, me? I'm terrible at it, which is why I think I'm in a safe zone when, when that happens. I think, I do think your, your first one, that's, that's the one to lean into. That is <laughs> good. That's, I that's like that how common man talks. I enjoy that. Yes. That's just say that's my common man impression. People yep. who get it will really get it. And that's good. Uh, so we talked about how Buckeye basketball playing Charleston Southern, not exactly the illustrious opponent you're looking for, even though we're hoping you will want to listen to the game right here on the fan. Yes, please. Um, But hopefully it won't be that close of a game tonight. We'll see. Good for the Buckeyes to have some games to tune up before they go out to Maui. They do play some tougher competition this year, but it all is either on the road or on, you know, a neutral neutral site site. tournament. Right. So Chris Holtman was talking to Adam Jardy and had these quotes where he said, we're talking to a number of programs right now from Gonzaga to Arizona to Tennessee I think there are a number of teams we've talked about doing a home-and-home with. We've also had conversations with Texas. I think those are some schools we haven't seen here recently. I think we'd like to get here and do some type of home-and-home, and and I'd anticipate us doing that sometime in the next couple of years with a program like that. Well, that would be be welcome. I would like to see more of that, for sure. Uh, Jardy pointed out, too, that Holtman did have a home-and-home with Cincinnati, you know, here with Ohio State. That opened the season back-to-back years. That's good and that's a program that's in the state but that is also a team that that's that brings a little bit more juice to it than some of these schools that you you've barely heard of or are not necessarily yeah. if you've heard of them it's they were on the 16 line on a ncaa tournament and that's not quite the same right <laughs> right it's the same as duke or north carolina that kind of thing um i did go back and look at what the games have been non-conference schedule over the last few years since holtman got here yeah now, he's not totally in control of the first few years, right? Because right. some of that's probably already been set up. But just run through the non-conference home games the Buckeyes have had each of the last, uh, what has it been, five years Five now, years. Heading into this year. So, 27-2018, start off with Robert Morris, oddly enough. Hey. There you go. Uh, Radford, Texas Southern, Northeastern. Although, that was a Phil Knight Invitational, which was played on campus. Stanford. William okay. and Mary, Appalachian State, the Citadel, and Miami of Ohio. So Stanford's your only like That's power like five. Your power school. five, yeah. Right. Uh twenty eighteen nineteen, Purdue Fort Wayne, South Carolina State, Samford, not Stanford. Right. <laughs> Cleveland State, Syracuse, Bucknell, Youngstown State, High Point. Was it the Syracuse, the ACC Big yes, Ten? Yes, that was the ACC Big Ten Challenge okay. game. Right. Um, So then Bucknell, I guess, outside of that is the other one that's like a okay-ish program. Sure. Uh, 2019-20, that's when you had Cincinnati to start the season off at home. UMass Lowell, like 
Lowell from Wings. That was that's W-E-L-L. exactly yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Villanova. That again, that's a good hey. one. We'll take that. Yes, that's fine. Uh, Stetson, Purdue, Fort Wayne, Kent State, Morgan State, Southeast Missouri State. 2021, that was 2020, 2021, that was pandemic year. Illinois State, UMass Lowell, Moorhead State, Alabama A&M, which got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Cleveland State, and then UCLA, but that game was in Cleveland as part of a, you know, CBS sports thing or something like that. And finally, last year, Akron, Niagara, Bowling Green, which was a Fort Myers tip-off home site game. (laughs) Then Duke, which all right, but, I mean, and that was an incredible game. That was a great that game. game was yes, that totally was fantastic. All of the price of admission, right? Towson, UT Martin, uh, which got canceled due to the COVID, and New Orleans, which also got canceled due to the COVID. So that's what you've had, like of the big name games. Like I said, what Stanford, Syracuse, Cincinnati, Villanova, UCLA, Duke. Those right. are your premier matchups you've had over the last five years. So, and then this year you don't really have anything like that on the schedule. At home. Not at home. Right. So that's partially because you have home and homes and things like that you have to work out. But I hope they are more successful at getting a couple home and homes. Especially, I mean, it's good for these smaller schools to come in and they get a chance to play against, you know, the Buckeyes and and whatnot. But at the same time, people are paying the same price to see, you know, an Akron as opposed to Duke. Not Nothing against the Mac. I love the Mac. I went to the Mac, but I'm not. I don't want to pay that money. I know what you mean. When I can wait, and then well, and they're getting shorted this year too. When it comes to the Big Ten schedule, yeah, because Michigan's not coming in, Indiana's not coming in, so it's just like it's kind of a letdown this season. It is a bit, and I know that that's. If it was one year where you're like, oh, every year we've had an awesome home exactly. slate with two or three. Like I, I do think the way they should schedule it is a Mac school. Every year, absolutely on the schedule at home, and if you have to do home and homes, then schedule two max schools a year, and then have yeah. them rotate. So you always have a home and home with you always have a home game against a max school. That some years will be better than others, right? Exactly. And then always have two home and homes with Power Five schools. One yes. of which could be like a lower rung, like a Washington State could be on the Power it's Five still schedule. Pack twelve team, yeah. do it. And then and then you could also have aim for a Duke or a Kansas or, or even like he said, a Texas, those schools. Yeah. Yes. I'm all good with that. Yes. Like, and then that makes it all seem a lot better. If you then end up with a big 10 schedule, that's really tough too. Then you've get some really good games. So yeah, I, I just think there's gotta be a better solution there. Um, but in the meantime, OSU women's team played Tennessee to start the season. I know. Off. That was the, that was the that's, game to go you, to. You got to go to the game. That's the and one that's to go awesome. to. Well, and it now in Heinz, you can't go back and do it obviously, but I wish more people would have, Check that one out because it ended up being epic. It's so exciting. It was a big crowd there. It was good. We had a lot of fun. Uh, We'll take a break. Come back. Washington Commanders continue to be a classy organization. Give you the latest example of that next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on Stelter Road at East 5th Avenue. Please be cautious as the road continues to clear. About a 5 to 10 minute slowdown is expected. You'll also find some delays on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at the local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on Michigan Honey Crisp Apples. Just 99 cents a pound. Now through November 15th. Get real. Only an array with fan traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. It's a Would You Rather Thursday, and it's an early Would You Rather. That's coming up at 418. You can tweet us your Would You Rathers right now at Man and Bone 971. Jen Winters is filling in for Common Man today on the short show because Buckeye Basketball, 630 tip right here on the fan. 5.30 is when pregame coverage starts, so we're getting out at 5.30. So we moved Would You Rather to 4.18 because we have other stuff going on at other times. Degenerate T-Bone at 4.48. So that's when we're doing Would You Rather, just so you're aware. Um, so, by the way, I this is so annoying doing our job, Jen, where we are looking at social media. We are trying to keep up with the news. We don't yeah. want to miss anything so that if something happens during the show, we'd say, hey, look at this big deal that just occurred, right? Right. So I just saw a tweet from, air quotes, Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj from ESPN, yeah. who breaks tons of NBA, NBA news. NBA insider. Yeah. Tweet that appeared to be from him on first glance with a little check mark next to it on Twitter that says, the Brooklyn Nets have released Kyrie Irving. And for, I mean, a, a split second. second, I'm like, whoa, that's huge news. If that happened, we know there's been lots of controversy, rightfully so, around Kyrie Irving. So then I thought, let me just look at what the actual Twitter handle is. And it's not Adrian Wojnarowski's Twitter handle. But this thing's been retweeted like thousands of times. <laughs> All for $8. Hey. You too, for $8, for $8 can $8 cause chaos. Good job. here. Your what an, or what an Schefter yesterday. Elon Musk is. Listen, if you think Elon Musk is smart, that's fine. My advice to you would be to please read any books. Like just go just to go, go into a library, go up. up to the librarian and say, please direct me towards the books that will make me smarter. And they'll say literally any of the books you see back here. Go read one. And then grab a stack of them, take them home, and spend I'm I'm not I'm not judging. I'm saying genuinely go read. Because I don't mean read it on the internet. I don't mean like listen. I mean pick up a book and read it. <laughs> Force yourself to get all the way through the pages and tell me then after that if you still think Elon Musk is smart. And if you do, go read a few more books until that thought exits your body because he's not smart. He's good at identifying talented people and saying, here's millions of dollars. Come work for me. And then they do smart things for him. Right. That's what he's good at. He's not smart. You are seeing him right now trying to do the smart things for the company. And that's why it's going very poorly for him. I just, I, I can't, I can't even believe that this is where we are in, in, in 2022, where you can just go buy a blue check mark and just well, start right. doing whatever. But what, what bothers me about it is this. And this is not on Elon. This is no. This is not his fault. He can't control this. How have none of the tech bros instantly been like, oh, um, I made an app that is better than Elon's and it's launched and why don't you just migrate over here and here's all the flaws that they have with Twitter. We don't have those. You can like edit the tweet you post so oh, that that God. would, you know what I, I mean? Wish. Like just do that. 
and then get then all these people who are like, I don't like Twitter anymore, would just go over there. But they're all like afraid of him. They don't want to bother with trying to compete with Elon. No, and don't know why because it's been around for so. I've been on Twitter. I don't tweet. I, I tweet more now than I used to. I have been on Twitter since at least 2008, which I didn't even realize was a thing. And then I got an anniversary reminder, and I'm like, "Holy crap! I've been here a long time." Right. Well, I and that's I, the thing. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna trust have me. To. I don't. I don't want to leave Twitter. I'm not planning on leaving Twitter, but I do think Twitter's going to suck if everything oh, no, on it's there is totally like totally going to suck. And the especially- world has ended, and then you check, and you're like, "That's not from a verified no. account." And then eventually, everything becomes none of this is trustworthy. I can't look at it. Did you see what happened with Nintendo? No. So Nintendo, someone bought a blue check mark, and they. Ch- changed their name to look like Nintendo. They put the logo oh of Nintendo. It has the blue check mark. And then they tweeted out a photo of of, of Mario from Super Mario Brothers <laughs> flipping the bird. Aww. And so of course then people are like, "Whoa, Nintendo." And it's like, "Right." And you wonder why the advertisers are leaving Twitter. Cuz they're like, "Ah, we we're not sure about this right now. If if no one can trust anything on here, we're not really sure so how this feels." You just need to take a second, take a deep breath. Right. Take a look at what you're looking at. Does this make sense? I want to remind everybody, I'm not telling you that Elon Musk is not a billionaire. He is. He is. He's worth many billions of dollars. He is super rich. He's very good at getting rich. You do not necessarily have to be smart to be good at getting rich. They're different skills. Yes. Right? Like, you might have to be good at getting people on your side. You might be good at that. That might help you get rich. That doesn't mean you're smart. It means you're good at getting rich. I wish we could learn that as a society because Elon Musk is great at seeing a company and going, hey, that's a good idea. I didn't come up with it. I'm going to buy it. And then I'm going to let other smart people run it and make it better. But now he's gotten to the point where no one can tell him no. No. And this is where we are. So good times. By the way, you can follow Jen on Twitter at JenWinners971. Yes. Thank you. So see, now you can stay on Twitter. My my following are you going to pay are you going to get verified i i'm i'm thinking about doing it it seems like a good investment (laughs) i dumped all my all my bitcoin and now i'm good and my nfts which are doing so good and and i'm going to just cash those in and then go buy some some check marks bitcoin has been at its lowest in like the past two years like as of yesterday and today so i I heard heard. now's the time to buy bitcoin i'm not giving you any advice whatsoever no don't Don't, because it's really expensive and extremely I saw, dangerous i saw somebody who posted was like now's the time to get in and they the were, time to but get it was in. they were do- like they were joking right they were, yes i also saw do you remember last year when tom brady was doing those commercials yes. where they were like the bit on the commercial bit was they would call up people and say quit your job and buy whatever their bitcoin yeah. currency they were working with they were like encouraging people to do it. And do you remember who else was in Giselle the, was in the commercial? Was in the commercial and I thought, oh my gosh, just someone air that commercial one year later and you'd go, this was all, this was all doomed. All of this is doomed. This is all not good. Yeah. So that, that did not seem to work out. Also doomed uh, seems to be Daniel Snyder's time of owning Ugh. the Washington commanders. So today there was a, uh, what was this? Not a. Uh, it was a lawsuit. It was filed, a lawsuit right? filed by the city of by the District of Columbia right. against the Snyder family, the Commanders, Roger Goodell, the NFL as a whole. Yeah, they listed um, all of them yeah. as defendants. The Attorney General did for uh, District of Columbia, and I went through reading some of the highlights of what is listed here and what's in this filing. 
lot of it is stuff that you're aware of. If you followed any of the yes Daniel Snyder stuff over the years, there are there or if you're not aware of specific incidents, you're aware of the general tone. It's a lot of uh, female employees were felt to be harassed. They yep. felt the workplace was a harassing workplace. There was no functional HR department. There are stories in here about uh, team executives going on a flight to his home in Aspen for a gathering. On the plane, there are women that don't appear to work for the team. They're not in any employee. None of the employees know who these women are. They all seem to be fawning over Dan Snyder and some of the other male executives. They get to the house and at some point, Dan Snyder is like seen with the women coming out of a bedroom and a male executive is getting like a massage from a naked woman. And there's all kinds of stuff happening that doesn't sound like normal business no, no. operations. So that's all bad. And and there's more about the, the cheerleader stuff that also occurred there with yes. Washington, where they had the issues of cheerleaders saying they were harassed and Dan Snyder asked one of them to have sex with him and like all this other stuff. And, it was, and then when they would complain, they were told, well, stay away from Dan Snyder as opposed to let's ah, try and fix the situation. We, we need to, this is yeah, this is this is not good. So here's the part that I find particularly interesting. This lawsuit, as you mentioned, names Roger Goodell and they go pretty in depth on the fact that Roger Goodell had that whole investigation done. The NFL had that yeah. investigation done. And how were the findings of that investigation after they looked into the Washington football team at the time, all those findings were read verbally to the owners with no written record of what they found. That's so disgusting. And then that was like, okay, we did our, and here's a $10 million fine and Dan Snyder can't run the team for a year, but his wife can. But his wife can. That's, they list all of that in this lawsuit. And I find that to be interesting. I guess the, the attorney general's point there. Is or the district attorney rather his point is we operate they operate in our area they are a business that is under our purview from a legal standpoint when it comes to employees yeah. having complaints the NFL operates this franchise in our you know District of Columbia we were being we were lied to by them and in people who are citizens of this area who work here and live here were lied to by this team and by this fr- organization. And so we are now seeking some sort of damages or punishment for this. I don't know if it goes that far with Roger Goodell. I don't know if you can get him on this, but it's very interesting that he's named it all. No, I love that he's named because, you know, he knows everything that's going on inside and out. And he his job is to, you know, make it. You know, when I was a kid and your mom told you to clean your room, what'd you do? I just shoved everything under the bed. That's his job. His job is to earn a boatload of money to shove terrible things under the bed and hope that it doesn't come back to bite him on the butt. But look, it's about to happen. And I'm for it because yeah, it's the onus is on you, buddy. You need to make sure that all of your I, I know that the owners are your boss, but you need to put your foot down. Well, they're his boss until he then is going to lecture everyone on Fine. how this is unacceptable or he'll rally the troops to say, we need to move in this direction to get this person out. And we're or- going to put a slogan about it on our helmets and just ignore it for the rest of our lives. Now, this district attorney also alleges that the NFL, with the NFL's blessing, Dan Snyder and Washington football team attempted to hinder the investigation by preventing witnesses from speaking with the NFL's own investigator. And then they detail some of the ways this oh, happened. There were cash offers. There were private. 
Dan Snyder is alleged to have hired private investigators to go to these witnesses' houses and say, oh, are you planning on testifying? Well, it'd be a shame if someone found out about this other thing you've got going on in your life that's totally unrelated to this, but maybe it's unsavory. So or disgusting. Right. And, and if that did go up to the top of the league, I don't know if they can prove that. But if they can prove the NFL knew about all that and said, yeah, whatever, hey, Dan Snyder, that's your business work. Because there's a quote from Roger Goodell where he said there was a little pushing and tugging with the legal process between the league and Dan Snyder and different lawyers were arguing. And it kind of sounds like if you read it in that context, is he referencing the fact that lawyer like Dan Snyder would file lawsuits against these people to say, you don't have the right to talk about that lawsuit. And then yeah. those people were like, well, now I got to defend the lawsuit. And then they wouldn't go testify because they felt like they were going to get in legal trouble. If Roger Goodell knew about that and kind of like said, oh, well, what are you going to do? That's that's what he wanted to do. That looks bad for looks the NFL. Terrible. Yeah. So the NFL's got a lot to answer for that, for sure. I'll take a break, come back. It's odd, but this is the time we're doing it. Would You Rather is coming up next. You can tweet those again, at Man and Bone 971. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing heavy slowdowns on 670 westbound at Neal Avenue. Traffic is stopping go from I-71 in this area. Plan about a five-minute slowdown as things begin to clear. Also going to find some backups on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Feast for less this Thanksgiving with Meyer. Great A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound with your additional $25 purchase. Limit one, shop all your favorite sides, pies, ice cream, and so much more to fill your family table at Meyer. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. The best Would You Rather today is going to get a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies, your downtown home for barbecue, happy hour, and football. All of which are things we like. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. Jen, you ready for some Would You Rather? I have never been more ready for anything in my entire life. Let's go. There you go. Perfect. Uh, first up is Jeff's Gentleman Sausage. He says, my guys, <laughs> would, would you rather have nosy neighbors or noisy neighbors? I uh, have nosy neighbors. So I... Oh, okay. I, I would go with noisy yeah, I don't know how noisy. Like, if you're saying nosy, as in they they look in the windows and all that, that's I, a little much. It's just one neighbor that okay. lives directly behind us. Yeah, and, and they're and they're noisy or nosy. They're nosy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't really want noisy neighbors, so I guess I'll go with I'll go with no, nosy. That's what I'll take. I'm also very confused now. I can't say the difference between nosy and noisy. I don't know why I can't do that. It's okay. Uh, Zach practice. Zach says, "My guys." <laughs> Would you rather have to cook every meal you eat for the rest of your life, no fast food, dinings, etc., or be able to eat out for the rest of your life with your meals being paid for? Only be able to eat out, no cooking on your own. If Mike were here, I don't know what he would pick. I think he would want to cook his own food. I would say probably for him it would be that, but I I hate cooking. And so, yeah, you pay me. You, I don't have to pay 
Yeah. To get food at a restaurant the rest of my life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that would save so much time because I would just call ahead to like the nicest restaurant in town and just be like, (laughs) yes, my meal, the normal one that is always covered and free. I'm going to get that. I would like that, please. Thank you. Right. And then you just pick that up on the way home and that's all done. That's great. Dustin says, uh, my guys. Would you rather be forced to become a local TV show on 10 TV, I assume host, and do a three-hour show in a suit every day? Oh, our show is a TV show. Oh, okay. Be forced to become a local TV show on 10 TV and do a three-hour show in a suit every day, but keep your format or be forced to work seven days a week on radio, but no longer have to do the rundown. Uh, That's a lot. I don't want to do a seven-day work week. Even though it is light work, what we do, I'll do the TV show with three with the suit, but I get to do the show the way we do it. Yeah. So I think that would be more absurd if we were wearing a suit and like nice clothing and had to do that. I think that'd be quite funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dagoberto Cruz says, would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? Oh, I, you know what? I love going out at night a lot. A lot. Okay. But I'm not like you. You love to go out and and, and when it's dark, the, the nature isn't cool anymore. I do like to go out it. in nature and that is more of, for me, a daytime activity. But I like to go out at night. Well, you pick what you like. I would say nighttime. Yeah. yeah. I'm, but I'm I'm old now. So now it's... I'm older I'm, than you, sweetie. No, but I act <laughs> older than most people because I want to go to bed. Like when oh, I get, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm I want to go like, to bed at like nine o'clock. Yeah, I'm so. like midnight. I should go to bed. <laughs> I don't have to go out at night. That's fine. I'll go out in the day. And then we'll never see each other. So that'll be that's that'd okay. Be a we shame. can text each other when we... Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. It's it'll, fine. We'll work it out. Uh, Nuckeye Butt says, my guy slash gal. Hi, Jen. She hey. came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that okay that's right thank you timmy thanks timmy uh would you rather have everyone acknowledge that christmas season starts after thanksgiving but your nfl teams never go to the playoffs oh my goodness okay or have christmas season start in september but your nfl teams get to the divisional round every year go browns i'm ron burgundy i'm going to say i'll take just christmas being a longer season and my team is better like i it's a minor annoyance that there's a lot of Christmas stuff going on in September, October, but not over like my team sucking. I I take the team being good. I I love Christmas. I'm Jewish, but I celebrate Christmas with my my husband, and I love the decorations. So bring it. Start it in August. I don't care. That's I, that's I like that. July. Like, yeah. Go for it. I if I had the opportunity to take advantage of more holidays than less, I would. It's like fun. I don't right. Like yeah. I I don't blame anyone who's like yeah. This is my heritage, but I also celebrate this other holiday. By all means. Go for it. I Let's like to go. decorate. I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, this one is... I had Jen, no idea. Jen's husband, Jiz Horncamp, That's says, right. My lady and the T-bone slash tramp bone. Hello. Okay. Uh, would you rather only be allowed to watch games when your rival team is playing, or you can watch your team, but you are stuck with terrible announcers that are out of sync with the TV and you can't mute it? I can deal with horrible announcers. I can announcers. deal with horrible announcers. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. Uh, Urban's Little Meyer says, My guys, <laughs> would you rather change Tool of the Week to to Pay of the Week <laughs> and have listeners send in photo of the best, worst, slash, tubes they saw that week and you must then mimic that to pay for a week? Wow. There's a that's lot. A lot. Or 
Would you rather change to? Would you rather have? Would you rather change to? Would you slather? Good lord! And have listeners vote on something to slather on your body for a day? Ew! Give me the two pays. The two, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's see. Abigail says, would you rather the station force you to be influencers and post your own fancy edited reels Ooh. on social media for sponsored products at least once a day or have Rimmer become a third host? Well, I'll be an influencer. I'd love to be an influencer. Yeah, get that, get the extra cash. I'm, I'm good with all that. Micah says, my people. I'm Jim Trestle for Channel 3 News. Would you rather only go to one more national park for the rest of your life where you can hike to your heart's content or... Go to five parks, but you're not allowed to get out of your car or even roll down the windows. Ooh. I'd take the five parks because I'm lazy and I like air conditioning. I see. Okay. No, I would I would have to pick one national park and go there just all... Now, I could go multiple times. Right. But I could just only go to that one. That would be tough. But I think that's what I'd pick. Uh, Code Monkey says, my guys... I like you. You brought me again into the FIFA. Common man ends up on jail in jail on vacation. You are his one phone call. Would you rather get the call and hear the tale of how he ended up in Disney jail or <laughs> how he ended up in a Mexican prison? Disney jail, 100%. I mean, I'd I love to know what he did. At as Disney. long as I don't have to bail him out of either, I'd like to find out what he did to get into a Mexican prison. Like, what was the thing? How did he even end up in Mexico? <laughs> that would be a story I would need to know more on. Certainly, I'd have to have that. Um, let's see. Quentin says, my guys. He had a kid go down there and punch the kid. Started a melee. Would you rather be gifted a bottle of Blanton's or a bottle of Pappy? Oh. Well, Pappy. Pish tosh, Quentin. That's Pappy Van Winkle all the day. My brother has a dog named Pappy because of Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. 100, yes. Pappy. I have, I have two bottles of Blanton's at home. Yeah. I have never tried Pappy. So, yes, I would take Pappy. Uh, and finally, Hash Brown says... Me amigos. Then we're going for the triple crown up until I got the hemorrhoid. <laughs> Would you rather get tackled by Tavis Pal, Tavis Pal, uh, every day you come to work, or Bobby Carpenter backslaps you twice a day? Oh, uh, last. Oh, the punishment lasts for a month. So you have to do this. I don't want to get tackled by anyone. Backslap by Bobby. It would be. I'd get, I'm sure it, it would. It, yeah. Manhandled. Right. It would be bad, but I. I, I think I could, I I would just deal. Eventually, that would just have a big welt there that would just never heal, yeah. I think is what would happen. Uh, do you have a winner that stood out to you, or I, I can pick one if I'm you gonna want to? I'm going to go with Nuckeye Butt, because it's it's the time for divisiveness with holiday decorations. There you go. Nuckeye Butt, you're the winner. You get a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies, your downtown home for barbecue, happy hour, and football. Usually... At this point in the show, I would say, oh, back page, but it's not because we have more show. We are out, though, early today at 530 because of Buckeye basketball. So next, we're going to talk about how the Rose Bowl continues to be annoying. I'll tell you why. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still causing stop-and-go delays on Stelzer Road at East 5th Avenue. Please use caution over here. You'll also find some slowdowns on Westbound 670 at Neal Avenue. An accident on the right side. Traffic is backed up to Leonard Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Kickstart the season with dreamy deals at the Black Friday sale. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Let's get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Shop in stores or at mattressfirm.com. Only an array with fan traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Thursday is going well. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. Jenna T-Bone coming up 448. We already did Would You Rather. If you missed it, that happened 418. But here's what you can do. Check out the podcast. Yes. If you listen, if you're hearing me now on a podcast, then you already are. And you, no, all of this is irrelevant. But if you're listening <laughs> as you're driving home and you're like, I missed Would You Rather. How dare you? Well, then go find our podcast wherever you get them. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You will find it there. You can listen to the whole show. We are on a short show today because of Buckeye basketball starting at 630 on the fan. Coverage starts at 530. So we are out at 530 because they did not trust myself. They would have trusted you to do coverage, but not me. Uh, buddy, that's do, that's, that's, that, do coverage that's a hard of, uh, pass on their end. Buckeye basketball. <laughs> well, they are leaving the heavy lifting up to Timmy Hall to do his uh, 12-minute Buckeye warm-up show. I, you know what, though? No one else can do it quite like Timmy. No. He's and not even in the room over there to hear I know. us say nice things about him. He is doing updates, and he does have to do the post game. Wow. So, oh. so that he does do that. Slow so, down. I know. Slow I know. Down. It's a lot of work there he's got to do. But it's a it's a long day at the office for him, so we'll give him that. Uh, so the Rose Bowl continues to be annoying, Jen, for a variety of reasons. Much of this has to center with the college football playoffs and the schedule that they all want to agree to for the new expanded playoffs. The Rose Bowl's putting their foot down and going, uh, but we have tradition and all, and you can't make us do anything we don't want to do. Right. And that seems to be holding some of this up. It is. They, they want to be the Notre Dame of the Bulls. Um, you're right. Yes. It's, this whole thing is insane. So Laura Farber, she is the chair of the Rose Bowl Management Committee. She has said that the game would like to maintain its exclusive broadcast window, which we all know is January 1st, 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Let the folks finish with the parade. By that point, five o'clock, my hangover is almost done. I'm ready for dinner and to watch the game. <laughs> um, and so... It would also host that that college football playoff semifinal, um, but the they haven't heard back from the college football uh, panel a, in two weeks. They since wanted, making this since request, making this request ah. to keep it here every year, and it, there would be a conflict once every four years in regards to this. Um, they're asking for guarantees that the other five major bowls, being Sugar, Orange, Cotton, Fiesta, and Peach Bowl have agreed not to ask for. Um, and if the the CFP were to cave in um, on that exclusive January 1st window, it wouldn't be able to maximize its revenue. Um, and then Farber said that the Rose Bowl recognizes the importance of flexibility in our discussions with CFP leadership. And my whole thing is, is ma'am, that's great. But... Pooper get off the pot because <laughs> right. as we've seen over the past few years, traditions are getting thrown out of the window left and right. Yeah, college football. Especially when it attention. comes to college football. Lots of changes. And and you you nailed it when you said they are trying to be the Notre Dame of the Bulls in that sense of 
Notre Dame always gets to do the well. We're Notre Dame. We're in. We we can. We don't have to be in a conference, but we can get the benefits of a conference. But we're independent. But we're not independent when we don't want to be. But we do want to be independent, yeah. and we want to vote. Even though, like the Big Ten gets a vote, the SEC gets a vote, Notre Dame gets a vote when it comes to stuff like this, yes. which is bizarre. It's so dumb. And that's where we are with the Rose Bowl, essentially, with this situation where the Rose Bowl says, "But we're so important. You can't take us off of January first at this time." And all the other bowl games are saying, you know, if you just give up the tradition here, you could make so much more money. So much money. And and no one is saying, as far as I understood it, you can't have a Rose Bowl parade. You can still do that. Still do that. You can still have a parade. Make it a post-game parade. What's wrong with that? Like a celebration of the bowl game. You could have floats yeah. that are dedicated to who won it if it's played a couple days ahead of time, if that happens once every so often. But their argument, the college football playoffs are saying... Some years we're going to have to be on January 1st. The playoffs are going to have to occur on that date. Yeah. And if you're not one of the college football playoff games, when we're on January 1st, we might want to have a game at 5 p.m. Eastern. That would be a primetime window. 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. would be the two times we yes. want to have these games. You're not, you're going to, you, if you schedule a Rose Bowl that doesn't have Big Ten or Pac 12 teams in it and isn't part of the college football playoffs that year because it's an off year or whatever, like, we can't do that. No. Like, sorry, that's not going to be a part of this package. You're going to have to move aside. And they've basically said, no, we want to have it our way or no way. So they would blow up this whole deal just to maintain their, I don't know, their, well, and they their wanna, time slot. And they it's would weird. rather also keep that, that Pac-12 Big Ten match matchup. And, and once you get to the point where UCLA and USC are in the Big Ten, Oh, you're going to, I mean, maybe Oregon will make it. That's great. But who the hell else is going to pay top dollar to see someone from the Pac-12 play? I don't know. It's a tax layer. Well, just get over yourselves. Yeah, it is. You're right. And that's I think what it's going to turn into. I think what they are afraid of is if they give this up, then they're, then they will become the tax layer bowl. But yes. the other side of that is like, they're being really nice and saying the Rose Bowl can still be a part of this. And yeah, of course, there's a lot. I I like watching the Rose Bowl. I do too. I like watching the pageantry. I like all that stuff. But if you told me that game is on December 29th okay. one year and it's at 5 p.m., but it's still like the, the, all the pageantry and all that stuff happens, I, I'd love that. Yeah. There'd be an extra day for me to watch all that stuff. And then I still get the college football playoffs. The Rose Bowl would still be meaningful or special in some way. But if you're saying, no, we're hard and fast, we're sticking to this, and we don't care if you leave us out of the playoffs, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand why they have to put a foot in the sand like that and say, we're the, because everybody else is giving something up, but they can't. Right. That's dumb. Just get I, over yourselves. It's but, fine. But they won't. And And I admire a little bit the dedication to the brand and trying to stick to like, this is who we are. We don't change for anybody. But have you seen how much college football has changed everywhere else? Like everywhere has changed except you. Yeah. You and Notre Dame, as you said. Yeah. So that's. It could be the Notre Dame Bowl. How about no that? Good. Let's just do that. That's no good. By the way, we don't have any updates on Josh Allen's elbow. And I'm frankly a little annoyed by that because I feel like <laughs> as much as it hurts him, I yeah. need to know. Because well, I, I did have, see Case Keenum has been taking reps during the the week and he was out there today. Josh Allen supposedly was out there today too. We just don't, we haven't seen him. Um, and yeah, Case has been out there, but I'm kind of intrigued though, because Case Keenum's going back to Minnesota. 
Well, right. He and, and Stefan Diggs. And Stephon Diggs. And I mean, that playoff game. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was so fun. I don't think that helmet that Stefan Diggs threw off after he scored that touchdown <laughs> yeah. he took is he ripped his helmet off and then just flung <laughs> it. I don't it. think it ever landed. It didn't. I think it's just stuck still up in the So, I mean, maybe, maybe it'll be was. a nice little redemption. Like, I don't know. Look at Case Keenum out there and sucking for, you know, the Bills. Right. Well, you know what, though? The Bills, honestly, I mean, you don't get to be that good just by having Josh no, Allen, right? No. So they are a good team. Case Keenum could game manage his way into a win there. I don't think that's impossible. I don't think so either. I mean, the Vikings, though, are really good this season. They, I don't get it. I know. I still can't believe in it. I, I, can't, I can't believe in a, I cannot believe in any team led by Kirk Cousins. No. I don't care how much he's like evolving into a weirdly cool person. I no, say weirdly no, cool. No, not cool. No, cool weird, and Kirk weirdly Cousins cool. do not go together. Is Kirk Cousins a chotch? Total chotch. Okay. All right. Total chotch. We're back on it. Yes. We were talking earlier about how you Russell those, Wilson. Those glasses he was wearing. He's a complete a chotch. I mean, good for you. For, for You got a good body. You, your oh, he's, gold chains he is, looked, He's looking. He's ripped. Great. He just, what a, he is a chotch. He's like, what a nerd. He is right. Exactly right. He probably, I think he probably spends a lot of time telling people what's in his protein shake. Yeah, I feel like he would like list the ingredients and he would get very passionate about wheatgrass. I'm like, you got to do it, bro. You've really got to try it. And they're like, no, I'm good. I heard this before, Kirk. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Wheatgrass, try it. It'll make a difference. They're like, all right, I got it. Can you put your shirt back on, please? And he's like, no, I no, can't. No. Never will. Uh, Degenerate T-Bone's coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. Still watching a crash on Stelter Road at East 5th Avenue. It is taking some time to get this one clear. Traffic is stopping go in the meantime. You'll also find delays on 670 Westbound at Neal Avenue. An accident on the right side. Traffic is slow from Leonard Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has you covered for all your custom printing. Just in time for the holidays. And right now at Staples, you can save 40% on custom holiday cards and invitations. In-store and online offer ends on the 1217. Exclusion restrictions apply. Explore more at Staples, the working and learning store. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Our gal Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. We are on a short show because we have Buckeye basketball coming up. 5.30 is the start of coverage with Timmy Hall. Buckeye warm-up show, 6.30. Tip! Tip! Right here on The Fan. By the way, Man and Bone, brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Right here on The Fan. We also had some confusion, Jen, before we get into Degenerate T-Bone. Yes. People were asking, because we've been calling uh, for your best chotches in sports. Yes. Like Russell Wilson is a chotch. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a chotch. And people are saying, what is a chotch exactly? Can you explain that to the people? So according to the Urban Dictionary, which should always be referenced... Um, because it's the dictionary that's like Wikipedia. A chotch right. is synonymous to a douchebag oh. and is defined as a male with spiked hair, usually blonde or bleach blonde, maybe kind of Guy Fieri, fake tan, fake jewelry. In other words, a chotch is totally fake. So that's what a chotch is. It's part of my vernacular. So um, to know that I have 
like my vernacular has has reached the the audience and people want to know more about this stupid word I say way too much <laughs> makes me so happy. My mom's a teacher and so I'm sure she's really happy that I've taught something today. That's good. I also would say that I don't think chach has to be gender exclusionary. No. Like you can be a chach and be a lady. Yes. You can be whatever. Like it's it's more about the vibe. Yeah. Like you can have a chach vibes. vibe. Right. Fake vibes like you're putting off an air of like, nah, I got this. I'm cool. And underneath you're like panicking and you're, we, we know you're not cool. Russell Wilson. Like right. that's, that's fake. If you're fake, you're a chotch. That's one of the biggest <laughs> key components of that. I said goober earlier. I think goober works. Goober. Like you said, douche is another yes. one. So anyway, all the above kind of apply there, but now I hope that helps. I hope that gets everybody <laughs> the idea of what we're talking about. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Time to lose some money. Common man in T-bones. <laughs> T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200 plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. All right. Tonight, the Falcons are taking on Carolina in Carolina. Uh, tickets, by the way, for this game at Bank of America Stadium as low as $18. Not a lot of excitement. Oh, that's a deal. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not a lot of excitement for this one. So here's something to keep in mind. These two played a couple weeks ago, and Carolina was able to get the ball moving through the air a little bit. But more importantly, the Falcons, as they do, they they are able to run the football. They were able to do it. Four and a half yards per carry and 167 rushing yards the last time these two played. And that was without Corderell Patterson in the lineup. He is back, and they should be able to run the ball more. Further, P.J. Walker had 317 yards passing for Carolina that was indoors, and that was a few weeks ago. That's not P.J. Walker now. No, it's P.J. not. P.J. Walker has fallen off a cliff. That is not the same guy. I don't think, even though Steve Wilkes, Panthers interim head coach, said he's going to stick with P.J. Walker, I don't think you can expect that performance tonight. No. Even though the game is at home, it is outside. It is supposed to be a little gnarly weather-wise. They're saying gusts of over 25 miles an hour. Nice. Some rain is in the forecast. So which team, the team that's primarily good at running the football or the team that kind of luckily was able to throw the ball a little bit, which one would you believe in in this game? I would say the Falcons. Right. I would too. The Falcons are only three-point favorites in this game. I say lay the three points. I feel good about that. I would also say any like player props that you see for Panthers players through the air, I would say go under or low on those. Like DJ Moore... 16 and a half receiving yards, I'm going to take the under. Four and a half receptions, I'm going to again take the under. Ugh. Because if you say, well, maybe Baker Mayfield will get in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> maybe Sam Darnold will get in too. Doesn't matter. No. no good options there. But yeah, I'm going to say the Falcons get it done tonight. And I'm going to say they run the ball really well. So I would take the over on their rushing totals. As for points in this game, Falcons, Panthers, I'm going to take the under because I don't have confidence no, I would too. in much going. And I do think, like I said, there will be a lot of running the football, which should uh, chew up the clock quite a bit. Uh, also, Seahawks at at Tampa. This is not at Tampa. I believe this is the game that is in Germany, it correct? Is. So yes. Seahawks are plus three against Ooh, Tampa. They're getting the three points. Look at Gino. And I, I feel like Gino's going to ball out. 
I don't have as much confidence in Tampa. I know they turned it around last week, but I don't think the Rams are that good. No. I don't think the Bucks are that good. No. I think that was like a game that was supposed to be good and then ended up being crappy like it like those teams are. This time last year, that game would have been great. Yes, that could have been one of the best games of the year. Instead, it was poo. Yeah. And I think the Seahawks are going to stick with the Bucks, and I actually think the Seahawks win this game. But I will gladly take those three points. Thank you. What is the over-under on uh, knee bends? Of Geno Smith does on the plane to Germany. <laughs> I, th- I think he does the high knees slightly less than what uh, Russell Wilson was doing okay, on so that plane ride. Take the under on those. Yes, I would say so. I'm going to call somebody. That's good. You should make a call because we'll it's not legal here to do. So nope. don't, don't do that. Nope. Uh, and finally, things have not gone well for Joel Embiid, who started off the season not at the scoring pace that everyone thought he would be. He has not really played as well. Sixers have not been very good this year. They've been booed by the home fans a couple different times. But here's the sneaky thing to keep in mind with him tonight because they are playing the Hawks. Uh, The Hawks, they allow a lot of points near the rim. They are like the third worst team in the league in that regard. So I think that should be a good sign for Joel Embiid to get some better scoring going. And of late, he is playing better uh, because of the fact part of what limited him earlier in the season, a lot of people seem to think, is he had plantar fasciitis in the offseason. He had to stay off his feet. Didn't get to do the conditioning as well. So he's been coming in, playing his way into shape kind of the first part of the year. Now he's starting to play at a much more efficient level. And he started, he actually is now at his career best two-point percentage of 55.7%. Hey, that's not bad. So I'm going to say he scores over the 28 and a half he is allotted tonight against the Hawks. So that's what I'm looking for. Nice. So, there you go. A couple of props for you. Enjoy those. Play them legally. Do that in another state, <laughs> not here, because you can't play that here. No, you can't. If you're listening on the podcast going, that's all outdated. Right. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Listen that's, live. Well, you Listen live. Listen on the podcast. I'm just telling you that's what's happening. Yep. Uh, if you missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we'll get you caught up with the rundown when we come back. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on The Fan. <laughs> Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the right lane of East Broad Street westbound at McNaughton Road. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area. Also going to find a crash still causing slowdowns on westbound 670 at Neal Avenue. Traffic is slow from Leonard Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Get a career that is recession resistant. Rumpke is now hiring new and seasoned diesel mechanics and maintenance technicians. Receive competitive pay, great benefits, and paid vacation time. Join a family-owned and operated company. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. EOE restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Thursday to you. No common man today. Jen Winters is in for him. You can find her on Twitter at JenWinners971. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you. No problem. None at all. Uh, we have a weird show today because it's only down, we have like a half hour left because 5.30, Timmy Hall, who you just heard there, will take over to preview the Buckeyes men's basketball team taking on Charleston Southern. 
Then we will have Paul and Ron start their coverage right around 545. Tip off at 630. All the action right here on the fan. So you've got that going on. We're off after the next segment. Like we got this one and then we've got back page and then we're out. So that'll be a little different than usual. We already did. Would you rather if you missed it, you can listen on the podcast wherever you get podcasts. So make sure you do that. Also, I've got a deal for you. How about going to a Blue Jackets game for under a hundred bucks? We can make it happen. Introducing the $97.10 fan ticket package. Get two lower bowl tickets or four upper bowl tickets for only $97.10. Reserve your tickets now to see the Jackets host the Flyers on Tuesday. Visit 971thefan.com for all the details. Hey, the Jackets are playing the Flyers tonight as well. You want to talk about that? I guess we could, right? We could talk about that. Maybe we should. Why don't we play a thing that lets us talk about it? Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. John Tortorella back in town, head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. Torts. He's back. And I'm curious to see what the reaction will be in the building, because obviously there are a lot of Jackets well, people fans. People are going to, I mean, it's he's the winningest coach in the whole franchise's history. I know that. But I also, this is my, this is just me personally. I realize I'm in the minority on this. <laughs> when you have played for or coached my team and you did good things, but you are in the building to help make I my know. team lose on the day, I don't feel all the warm and fuzzies. I will feel them when you're like, you know, I mean, even John Tortorella last year being on TV, right? That's yeah. different where he's not Very actively different. trying to, you know, beat coach your against your team and beat your team. All I know is, there are probably some there's probably some awkwardness for lots of people around the Jackets tonight where they probably didn't want to be the worst team in the league with right. John Torrella's return as a coach coaching another team that's better than the one that's that he's playing was better really than they are right now. Of, yeah. Uh, that's not that's not great. Um but that's what's happening. There will be I'm sure a tribute video that will be as long as it possibly can yes. be without being obnoxious. But there you go. That's tonight. Jackets have Corpusalo going in net. Second game in a row. He's done that, although, of course, those games were played like five days apart. What would be to you tonight? Like, reasonable, Jen? Like, keeping it close? I would love to. So, casually over the weekend watching Friday and Saturday in Finland, right? Because mm-hmm. it's weird, 2 o'clock. I watched the, the Friday game in its entirety, right? Yeah, where they had like a couple periods and then the third period they let it all go. And so like I really paid attention to that second period and I'm like, oh, they look really, really good. They're okay. Then I went to do laundry and when I was done doing laundry and I didn't have my phone with me and I walk upstairs and I'm like, what in the hell happened? Yeah, it got away quick. And I apologize that I left because I felt personally responsible I, for that happening. Oh, I blame you. And then I watched very little of it on Saturday because college football takes precedence in my life always and forever. And I'm, oh God. Yeah, that was, that was so bad. Wasn't worth, wasn't worth watching. It really wasn't. All right. So tonight we, I listen, I wanted to believe the four or five days off after that devil's defeat. Now, again, the I mean, team they I were mean, we playing. We aren't even talking about the devil's defeat because right. I mean, that was even longer ago. Right. But like that was such a bad stretch. Those three games. I thought, well, maybe the travel getting out of yeah. the U.S. going and just experiencing somewhere else. Maybe it'll clear the bad vibes out of the team and then they'll play a lot better against the abs. And they did kind of in the second period where they started to claw back into yes. it. And then, like you said, it fell apart. Then that second game was like, nope, we're right back to being the Jackets again that have been there so far this season. I want to again be optimistic that maybe having another four or five days, you get back, 
that whole routine now of the travel and all that, you're back in your normal routine. Maybe tonight they hit the ice and show us some passion and play like a team that wants to try to compete for three solid periods. I really hope so. If they don't, I don't know how much longer you can keep your situation at head coach as your situation at head coach. Because as much as Brad Larson seems like a good dude, you cannot have these results. It's professional sports. You cannot have these results and, and keep your job this early in the season. So I know it seems like a short leash there, but this is again awkward because of who's coming in tonight. Right. And he comes back next week too. Like we just said, Tortorella and the Flyers will be back well, on Tuesday. And it's like what you said earlier when, before we came on the air, you said, if anything happens, we're going to get through the next you know week and then maybe something will happen. But we don't know that. No. But at the same time, oh, God, come on, guys. Tonight, get a W. Let's change the narrative a little bit around this team. So hopefully they can get it done at Nationwide Arena. Uh, Russell Wilson responds to his former coach. Uh, this was Pete Carroll saying yesterday on Seattle radio that he thought that Russell Wilson was... Uh, well, he didn't say Russell Wilson by name. He said no. we are able to have play calls be a little more efficient now with Geno Smith. He will wear a wristband where he can just hear the play call, look at like a number, you know, 42, and he can just look at 42 and be like, ah, it's this, call the play, no confusion, it's done. Right. Said that was not the case. Previously said there was some resistance to that, so we didn't do that. And everyone is like, oh, that's Russell Wilson he's talking about. (laughs) So then, of course, a Denver reporter asked Russell Wilson about it, and he said, I don't really know what was said, but... uh, I know we won a lot of games without a wristband, you know, and it's like, okay, okay, dude, Russ doesn't know, but he heard somehow he heard. So I, I am shocked at how this season has gone. If you had asked me why well, you didn't ask me, I said it on the air. Everyone did Broncos are going to be really good. Seahawks are going to struggle to that. Yeah. We, we thought they're gonna be looking for their next quarterback. Right. And instead they look like a team that actually has a real good chance of making the playoffs. And the Broncos look like they might be a team in like top 10 draft pick situation land right now. And they have a terrible coach who doesn't they, know what he's doing. Oof. Right. Maybe there's a chance that that redeems the Russell Wilson situation True. in Denver is get a better coach. True. Maybe that fixes some things, but yeah, Russell Wilson is an embarrassment right now. It's not, it's not good for him. No, it's not. Ugh. So I don't know what changes there, but I did like the fact that all that drama happened and we, because I'm a fan of neither team, I just got to sit and watch. It's fun. Yes. That's what we enjoy. The Washington Commanders continue to be a classy organization. The latest is that the district attorney in D.C. has filed a lawsuit against them, Snyder family, uh, Roger Goodell, the NFL, alleging that basically all this workplace harassment, everything that was going on, all the controversy surrounding the Commanders and Dan Snyder, that broke some rules in D.C., given that that team operates in the District of Columbia, and given that the people who work for that team are citizens, some of them, of the District of Columbia. And a lot of people who live in D.C. pay money to that organization. Maybe they wouldn't have if they knew how awful it was. Right. They are saying on behalf of the city, this has to occur. On behalf of the District of Columbia, this has to occur. I don't know if that'll work, but I find it interesting that Goodell in the NFL is named in this too. Specifically named in it. Yeah. To me, seems like that's not going to go well for the NFL. No, but guess what? They'll weather the storm because, let's. I mean, we don't need to think about everything else that the NFL's been through. It's just there all the time, and it's just like, uh, but I love football. It's fine. Right. Well, and that's it. Is a lot of people, I get it. I do the same thing where I say, oh, that's horrible. Oh, 
There's football on. Oh, there's I'm going football. to watch. Okay. Right. And it's it's hard to separate yourself from it, right? It's almost like any any giant system like that, not to get too deep on the political science side of things, but like sometimes people will say that about someone criticizes a country or yeah. a government and they'll say, well, if you don't like it, why don't you just move? And it's like, because it's not that easy because I'm in that system or you live in a country that has this giant system that makes it hard to move on from. Now, football's not quite that. No, but, but if mean, you like pro football in America, that's the pro football in America. Sorry to the XFL and all the other startup leagues that want to claim they are. <laughs> This is the this is the league we love. We love these teams. We care about these players yes. as far as fantasy implications or gambling or just because we like watching the games. But it makes it hard when something bad happens. You go, oh, but they do seem like there's a slimy underbelly to all of this. And I don't know how I feel about it. It's gross. It's hard. Also, this is bad for the commanders. They have this whole story with Brian Robinson. The poor guy. Who got shot and then r- recovered and has been on the field. I mean, it was a four week. He was gone for four weeks recovering from being shot after the first game. Yes. Comes out and he's like, oh, hey, I'm here. Yeah. So initially last night, the statement was put out by the D.C. attorney saying, I'm going to have an announcement tomorrow about some stuff regarding the commanders. Yes. The commanders put out a statement where they said less than three months ago, a 23 year old player on our team was shot multiple times in broad daylight. Despite the out-of-control violent crime in D.C. today, the Washington Commanders learned for the first time on Twitter that the D.C. Attorney General is holding a press conference to make a major announcement related to the organization tomorrow. And they basically used the violence that occurred towards this guy and said, well, why didn't you ever help with that situation, huh? But you're why going are you coming after, after us? us this way. So his own uh, agent yeah. said, you know, the commanders have been very understanding and they've done a good job and we appreciate how everything's gone so far. They completely undid all of that for us today with this. Well, and then the commanders earlier this morning said, oh, by the way, that was not from us internally. That was our outside legal counsel who did this. That was not our internal legal counsel. Seems like so we're well, very sorry that that happened. Definitely does give the perception that they're well run and everybody's on the same page. Or it looks more like everyone there is infighting and poorly run, poorly managed. Dan a- Snyder needs to get rid of this team forthwith. Yes. And I'm... You don't think that part of this is because of the the lawsuits that have been announced, the legal investigations, the congressional investigations. <laughs> you don't think all this has factored into why he said, ah, I got to get out I gotta of here. I got to sell this team. Yeah, it's, it's not going away. But that, once again, stooping to the level of using a guy on your team getting shot and then trying to turn that into an issue to bolster the defense of this scumbag owner you have. Yeah. It's a new low for the commanders. and goat rodeo. Yeah, no one should be shocked by that. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Well, coming up, even though it's not the normal time for this, <laughs> we're going to do the back page. Because we're out at 530, so that's coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident with uh, with some injuries on West Broad Street, Wilson Road. This is causing heavy slowdowns in that area. Please use caution in the meantime. You'll also find a crash on 670 Westbound at Neal Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. Traffic is slow from Leonard Avenue. Traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. It's Invisible Fence brand's mission to help keep that secure at their home, and their exclusive Boundary Plus technology does just that. As part of their pre-Black Friday sale, get $300 off your system through November 15th. Schedule a free consultation at InvisibleFence.com. That's InvisibleFence.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Band Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Final segment of the program. Short show today because, of course, we are out at 5.30. Buckeye basketball tips off at 6.30. That's right. Jen Winters is next to me. She's been filling in all day for Common Man. She'll be back tomorrow. Timmy Hall is in now. Tim. Host of uh, the Buckeye Show and... Buckeye warm up. What's up, Timmy? You guys. T Bone, Jen. Don't do that, Jen. Uh, you're just so cute. I just love you. I think you're adorable. There, I said it. Profess my love for Timmy Hall there on you the go. air. Don't do the South part. That's thing. right. Tim, you Tim, are. Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> Timmy is adorable. <laughs> do, do that. Do that too well. <laughs> so, uh, Tim, I know that you've got Buckeye basketball to talk about, and Charleston Southern is a a fine school to discuss. The Bucks, man. Yeah. The Bucks versus the Bucks. That's right. Oh, is that? See, I didn't even know I that. Know That's that what they, they are. are. They're the Buccaneers. Oh, gotcha. Do you right know what? Do you under know, their hat. Bucking hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question for you. Oh, boy. Uh, Chris Holtman was asked about this uh, because, you know, the schedule's not exactly what we're all wanting to see. The home schedule is not great. Um, I have to be honest, I did not know there is such a thing as the Gene Smith podcast, but there is. The Holtman was on it. Oh, you should subscribe, rate, I need, and review. I need I need to go listen to it. I think you're right. Anyway, here's what Chris Holtman said on the Gene Smith podcast. So Gene is peppering him about, yeah, about the, the non-conference st- schedule that he set <laughs> up. He said <laughs> that he approved. He said, we're talking to a number How of you. I wanna I wanna check what the tone yeah, is like. Right. This podcast. Holman said, Wait a minute, Gene. We're doing this in unison. Holman said, we're talking to a number of programs right now from Gonzaga to Arizona to Tennessee. I think there are a number of teams we've talked about doing a home and home with. We've also had conversations with Texas. I think those are some schools we haven't seen here recently. I think we'd like to get here, do some type of home and home with them. Yes. I'm, yes. All, I'm all in on that. Yeah. 100%. So, who, who would not be all in on that? I mean, the, the beauty of college basketball is that you get a lot of opportunities yeah. to do different things. Thad Mata did not like going west of the Mississippi. I, I think it was when the Buckeyes got shipped out west Ship? in the NCAA tournament, they played in L.A. when they advanced, Yeah, and I think they caught Arizona in the Sweet 16. It was that year that they wound up losing to, I want to say, Wichita State. And that oh, was the yeah. first time in a long, long, long time. I don't know how many years it was, but there was a stat that they put up there when they played that game. Like first game, you know, west of central time, how you know, weird. in X amount of years, in like 10 years. Thad just wouldn't do it. So this is the first Maui Invitational in almost 20 years. O'Brien was here and they actually played wow. a true road game home. I was about to say home opener. No, idiot. Opener. They played a road game opener to get ready for the Maui. So they went to San Francisco to start the oh, season. Wow. San Francisco, the fighting Bill Russells. And they lost. 
Oh, and they lost. Yes, I remember that. Oh Skip, said, Skip was telling me stories like a bunch of stuff got stolen. They lost to San Francisco. They went to Maui, lost two of three. It was just a disaster start to oh. the season. So I'm glad they're doing that because people that want to bicker about the non-conference schedule, you're in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, excuse me, and that ran out because you got to play Duke on the road. Right. You're playing that CBS Sports Classic. So you're getting North Carolina, one of the no, best teams in the country. They're not playing bad teams. Yeah, it's just where they land. Here. None of them are here. And then the Big Ten schedule this year also did not help you with the home part of that. Yeah, I mean, where we, you we, don't we get don't Indiana. have Michigan. We don't have Indiana. Like yeah. It's, yeah, it's, but he's right. You do need to now sprinkle it up. It's good to do the multi-team events. It's good to be in some of these one-offs, the Gavit games with a great Big East opponent. Yeah. That will get you to the Schottenstein Center every other year. Some years you can't participate in that event, and that's what you have this season. But yes, like Bone, Jen, you got to every now and then do some just regular classic home and homes. Get Kansas here, you know? Yeah. Get yeah. Kentucky here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think get, if, if you know, anybody do, else, if they could do like a MAC team or two every year, get to a point where you have a home and away with a MAC school every year. Yeah. So, or, or, or schools of that level where it's like, well, one of those conference games will be here, or one of those games against that conference will be here, one will be on the road, and then the next year it flips. Do home and homes with those around another bigger like Kansas or Kentucky, where every other year you get that home game. Suddenly now that feels a little bit better for the home slate. Dare I say, do the thing with Cincinnati and Dayton. Well, they did, you know? right? They had right. the home and home with Cincinnati. Did. They did the thing with Cincinnati. And, you know, you caught Xavier, but that was only because of the Gavit games. That yeah. wasn't yeah, something that they went right. in, in tango right. with together. But they have that. They've been talking about some kind of Ohio matchup for years and years and years. They well, can't seem to get it to work because it surrounds the classic rivalry yeah. they have in the Crosstown shootout with Cincinnati and Xavier, and you can't mess with that. But there ain't nothing stopping you Dayton. from a nice yearly thing with Dayton. And Dayton is... Pretty How about much go- always a good basketball team. What yeah. an environment it would be to go to UD Arena. That would be fun. Every other year, I'd say let's oh do it. Goodness. Why not? So let's have fun. Just do home them. and homes with them. That's just continuous. Well, you can hear Timmy talking Buckeye basketball. More about the actual game tonight. That'll be coming up uh, at si- or 6.30. 5.30 is when Timmy starts with Buckeye warm-up. 5.45, you will hear Paul and Ron. 6.30 tip right here on the fan. Back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Take it away, Jen. So today, two big concert announcements here in Columbus. And they are on the total opposite sides of the musical spectrum. First one, I'm excited. I know you're excited, Bone. So excited for Billy Joel. Billy Joel is and back. And Stevie Nicks. And Stevie Nicks. I, I mean, I'm not a big Fleetwood Mac fan, but Stevie Nicks is a freaking icon and yes. a legend. And yes, I've never is. seen her in concert. I've seen Billy Joel a few times and I love him. Um, so yeah, tickets will go on sale uh, next Friday, the 18th at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster. Show is August 5th and it's at the shoe. There you go. And then the other wow. one, really quickly... We don't have a lineup yet, but for the first time since 2019, Sonic Temple Festival will be taking place at Historic Cruise Stadium. And guess what? What? They're moving the date. So it's going to be Memorial Day weekend, 2023, four days. Oh, wow. Four days, you guys. Wow. Four days. That's a lot. That's a lot of concert. Last time I had tickets for the Sunday show, but weather prevented it from happening. Mm, So... Foo Fighters headlined. I missed that. 
So uh, whatever. But yeah, so I'm super psyched. Um, go to sonictemple.com, sonictemplefestival.com, sign up for um, all updates. Good, good rock radio DJ there, like tying it up. Perfect, with the, here's right? the website. Yeah. Here's yeah, the read. Good job. That was excellent. That's where I came from. Well done, Jen. Thanks, all right. guys. That is it for us today. Timmy is up next with Buckeye Warm Up. We'll be back tomorrow. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash blocking the right lane of East Broad Street, westbound and McNaughton Road. Still working to get this one clear. And another accident on West Broad Street at Wilson Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful as things get cleaned up. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Got real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on antibiotic-free, honest, full fresh turkey, just a dollar forty nine a pound. Now through November fifteenth. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Ball this weekend. And remember to join us for Reaction Monday to break it all down. Sponsored by the Buckeye Law Group. The Fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.